Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a very good morning to you, SEN Summer Brecky Wednesday, the 24th of January. It's Trent Copeland and Michael Carianis in the chair for Vossi and Brandy this morning. Good morning. Good morning to those of you listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. So we're in the chairs for Vossi and Brandy. And for the first hour, those of you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brizzy, Patton Hills will be along from 6 AM Queensland time and if you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network good morning to you plenty of sport to discuss this morning MC but firstly how are you well, good morning copes on well yeah there's plenty going on and it's good to see the NRL and you starting to fire up a little bit well thankfully we've got an expert not just a hack like me that sits on the couch plenty of people <laughs> call me a hack don't worry <laughs> that's true and you probably sit on the couch as well <laughs> while you're watching the footy uh when you're not at the ground yes, doing yes. doing all your hard work. Uh, we have lots to talk about today. So we have Pat Cummins weighing into the Australia Day debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. David Nofaluma parting ways with the West Tigers. That's interesting. And you'll have the, the lowdown on that. The bromance between Nick Kyrgios and Novak Djokovic continues to blossom. And today's guest, we're going to have Sydney Sixers coach Greg Shippard on the show just out of 7 o'clock ahead of the Big Bash final tonight against the Brisbane Heat at the SCG. Looking forward to that. And BP, as always, Brett Phillips chatting the Australian Open. Uh, Let's start with Pat Cummins. Now, the question that I want to raise, and this is for those of you listening, 1300 01 1170 is the open line. 0457 736 736 is the Edgewater Homes text line. Now, I'll phrase it. We've got a bit of audio here. Uh, I'll phrase it like this. Are you happy to see the Australian captain taking principal positions on an issue such as this, or are you on the side of keep politics out of sport? Let's take a listen. My personal opinions is, uh, you know, I absolutely love Australia. I think it's the best country in the world by a mile, and I think we should have an Australia Day, but um, I think we can probably find a, a more appropriate day to, to celebrate. In particular, a sport like cricket, which has such diversity, and you get a good spectrum of um, just the community, I think, and, and a good... Um, good feel for what the community um, kind of expects. So, yeah, knowing a couple of those, you know, players that you mentioned, you, you hear the stories and their feelings. Um, so I think it does, yeah, gather extra importance. Something like Jan 26, it does mean some, something different to different people. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a tough day for some. Australia is meant to be a celebration of, of everything Australia and our history. I, I think we could choose a better day. So tell us what you think, 0457 736 736. MC, I mean, I have a pretty strong view mm-hmm. on this, but I, I'm interested in your thoughts. Well, in Pat Cummins' defense, he's obviously been asked that by journalists. 
first of all. Of course. He hasn't just volunteered his opinion. So he's at a, a pre-game press conference, um, and he's been asked, I think there was 15 or so journalists there. I saw some images last night. So there's a lot of journalists there, and yep. he was asked his opinion, right? He hasn't just volunteered it out of nowhere. Stood up and said, everyone listen. Listen, that's right. <laughs> so that's that's the first point. So he's been asked it, and he's given a, a considerate, um, understated reply. There was nothing outlandish by what Pat said, um, and he said, this is my belief. So he wasn't talking on behalf of the team. He wasn't talking on behalf of a nation. He was talking as Pat Cummins, not even the Australian captain, really. He was talking about himself. Uh, you know, so I've got no issue with that because he's not forcing his views upon anyone. They were understated, and he was simply asked a question, which he's given an answer to. And it's no different to um, me or you or listeners or the person walking down the street who gets you know, vox popped or, or put in front of a camera and randomly asked, oh, what are your thoughts on Australia Day? Everyone's entitled to their opinion and he's just delivered his. Yeah, look, I'm going to somewhat echo those thoughts and maybe extend it by saying, I'm not sure there is a leader in this country that is more authentic, more willing to stand on his opinion and be considerate of all people mm. than Pat Cummins right now. I'm including senior figures in parliament. I'm including other leaders in other sports. I'm including leading administrators in this country. Pat Cummins divides opinion by doing so, and naturally he's going to cop some flack. But this is a man who is in the heat of battle in Ashes series, away from home with Piers Morgan coming for his head, able to sit, have a laugh, and be authentic. He is purely himself at all times, and yesterday we got another example of that. And really, if you strip it back like you were just saying, he is just trying to be considerate of the people who in this moment are feeling like they've been wronged or something needs to change. He's very outwardly spoken about numerous other things, but in this instance, he was just happy to speak the authentic truth. Yeah, It should be championed. Whether you believe it's the right opinion or not, the fact that he has said this in an authentic way, sat in that opinion and just been himself, is just heavenly for Australian sport, but even just our society. And, and it comes down to, to that point, I think, Copes. You, people will either agree with him, and if they agree with him, they'll say, yes, he should have an opinion. Or if they disagree disagree with him, they'll say, no, no, this is not a place for an Australian captain to, to walk down. So I think that's probably dependent on on where you sit on the argument. But you know, if he came out and said, "Look, I'm not going to play, or I'm going to try and I'm going to do something outlandish," then I'd be critical of it, right? But he's come out and just softly, softly approached and said, "Look, maybe this is time to to have a conversation." And that that is, that is his beliefs, and I can't knock him for that. Yeah, it's often spoken that it's the second most significant role in Australia outside of the prime minister. So it's... he's become a statesman. Yeah, you can see the way he's conducting himself, how he's not afraid to have an opinion on, on, on lots of matters, yeah. not just resigned to, to, to cricket. So um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that further develops as he grows into his role as, a, as one of the best leaders in the country. Yeah, no doubt. And you're naive to think that these discussions aren't including the Australian captains of both the women's team, and the men's team behind closed doors anyway, to mm. get Nick Hockley's perspective so that then he can move forward with decisions. So anyway, tell us what you think. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line and 0457 736 736 
Here's the Edgewater Homes text line. We've had one come in already. Don in Melbs. Great call. Just asked his opinion and didn't throw it down our throats. Like that's as simple as it gets. Yeah. Uh, in alignment with your thoughts. Uh, so are you happy to see the Australian captain taking principal positions on an in- issue like this? Or are you on the side of keep politics out of sport? Now time for a bit of a lighter topic. You've come in with some, you, as you always do, you come oh, in yes. with some research today, yeah. uh, the big stories around the world. Global <laughs> yeah. belly laugh day. Yeah. Tell us, tell us how, where did you find this? Oh, I just. And what are we talking about? Oh, I, I, in my uh, travels in this morning, I, I heard that it, it was mentioned that it was global belly laugh day. I'd never heard of it, really. Yep. I didn't know it was a thing, but, you know, for all the boring and strange things and strange <laughs> days and the things that. Um, people talk about, I thought this would be a fun one and relating to sport. And so driving in, I was thinking of what are some of the funniest things that I've seen on the sporting field in rugby league, naturally yep. for mine. And there's a couple that, that sprang to mind. One was Mark Riddell. This is the iconic moment where he scores the runaway try against North Queensland at Wynn Stadium <laughs> uh, jumps the fence and applauds himself when the post try celebration was in vogue. And that will be the greatest one ever. We could be covering the game for the next hundred years. It's going to be tough It'll to beat still that be one. Mentioned, yeah. It's iconic, right? <laughs> so that was funny. That was amusing. And then on the flip side, that little sick laughter, the, 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 the human element where you have a little bit of a laugh at other people's expense, I mm. guess. Greg Inglis, champion of the game, one of the all-time legends, premiership winner, Queenslander, Australian player. Um, 2016. Yeah. South Sydney. Behind by two. I can tell where you're going with this. The great Greg Inglis. <laughs> attempts to, and back then there was only one point field goals. Let's clear that up. Attempts a field goal. Yeah. With his side trailing by two. Yeah. And it, a few years ago, Terry Lamb did it before my time as well when the Bulldogs were trailing. I don't remember that game, but I've heard stories about it. But yeah, for Greg Inglis to attempt a field goal when his side were trailing by two. Uh, it brings to mind a couple, uh, J.R. Smith in the NBA finals and LeBron looks at him, he goes for a two-pointer when they're down three. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I'm I'm just vividly remembering the, the shot clearly wasn't going to make up the difference that they needed and LeBron just looking at him, smacking his face like, oh my God, man, did you think about the score? <laughs> Before not, you did that. It's not suburban sport where like yeah. y- you could lose track of the score, I guess. The scoreboards. Yeah, it's right there in your face. It is there. Um, my, my first one that came to mind this morning when we talked about this topic was Doug Bollinger. Yep. Uh, and when he takes a wicket, he goes to then lift up his badge on his shirt to kiss the coat of arms. He lifts up the wrong side and kisses the BB badge. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Play, test match cricket oh, for Australia. That's outstanding. Was that a wrong one? Yeah. Do you know Dougie well? Yeah. Does he, uh, maybe that was bit? real. <laughs> mate, I mean, that's right up there in terms of things that Doug loves. Uh, no, that's outstanding. Yeah. So tell us what you think. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It's global belly laugh day. So tell us what the funniest thing is that you've seen in sport. We've got some great topics this morning. Mm. Uh, get those texts flying in and tell us on the open line. Now, David Nofaluma. And this exit from the Tigers, you, I'm not even going to bring up anything here because you you inevitably know everything there is to know. Well, it's been an ongoing saga between David Norfoluma and the Tigers going back years. I'm not exaggerating, years, right? right? In terms of 
him falling out of favor. He's on a, a deal between, you know, around about $525,000, which makes him one of the highest paid wingers in the game. He signed that long-term deal when he was probably on the cusp of origin, um, but hasn't lived up to that price tag. And, and, and when you assigned at that level, at that price tag, and you're not living up to the hype, well, obviously the club is going to look at ways to try and potentially move you on. He had that loan deal with Melbourne and looked really good at the Storm. Yeah, he did. He, he looked really good, play, play, finally played finals footy uh, and looked at home. And Melbourne wanted to keep him. But for some reason, West Tigers decided to bring him back. All right, Melbourne would have kept him, paid a, a, a decent amount of the salary, but the Tigers weren't happy with how much they're going to chip in. Thought they could get more out of him, brought him back. And since then, it just hasn't worked. Mm. So he's been reprimanded multiple times for um, infringements in terms of failing to turn up to training. Um, his training standards have been lacking. And Benji Marshall has drawn a line in the sand. A former teammate of David Norfolk's drew yeah. a line in the sand and said, mate, you will not play first grade under my watch. Get out of here. Right? And all summer, over the last couple of months, the Tigers have been trying to move him on to another club. No takers. Mm. So, um, in the new year, push has come like it, it's come to a head again, and um, essentially he's been breached again. And the two parties have now agreed to a payout worth around three hundred thousand um, dollars. And I think for the Tigers, you know, it's probably a win for them, and potentially for for David North Lumo if he can get out of his comfort zone at the West Tigers, go to a strong club. I think he needs to go to a strong club with strong leadership because the guy can play. Yeah. At his best, we, we we know he's a good finisher. He's a damaging ball runner. He, he's got an offload in him, right? But it just hasn't worked over the last three, probably two or three years at the West Tigers. He needs to move on. The Tigers clear up some salary cap space still, despite having to fork out significant money to, to move him on. And this was the thing that they would have been prepared to pay him that much money for another club to pick up the rest of the tab. Yeah. They couldn't find any takers. Yeah. Okay, so and for salary cap ramifications, just for clarity, around a three hundred thousand dollar payout. So what is the salary cap hit? That, that all goes in the cap. Okay, that goes in the, in the West Tigers cap, um, and he's agreed to to that money, David North Luma. So they save, you know, about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars roughly um, in, in their salary cap um, to, um, which you know, it's not a huge amount of money, but f- firstly. Benji Marshall just wanted him out of the club because he didn't think that he was a positive influence on the rest of the playing group. And this is a senior player that's been there for a long time now. The West Tigers haven't had any success during David North Luma's time in the club. He's a winger. I'm not going to blame him solely for that. But when you're looking at, you know, factors of, of why this club has been inherently poor, mm. you know, I think you'll find that there's a there's been a stigma attached to, to David for the last couple of seasons. And, you know, as I said, he can play. Yeah. It, it struck me as both he and Josh Mansour from the, the peak of their powers to where they are now mm. is, is actually quite remarkable. Yeah. Um, but the teams that have forked out huge cash for wingers generally just, you know, and I'm taking the player out of it, just generally doesn't work out all that well. well it's, you know, big name wingers or high price wingers at struggling clubs, they don't fix your problems. Yeah. You you got to prioritize other positions yeah. and other you know spend your money wisely before you look at, at wingers because they just don't go they're not gonna, they're not going to be game changers. We've seen it with Josh Odokar at the Bulldogs, outstanding player, but does he change the needle a lot, a lot for the Bulldogs? I don't think so at the moment. 
Just while we're on NRL, before we hit the break, and we've got lots of text, so we will get to those straight out of the break, but we have to talk about this. So I'm not sure if you're privy to Kyrie Irving's worldviews. Uh, and, you know, when I say that, there's a big spectrum there, so I'll, I'll narrow it down. Uh, Matt Burton, when we're <laughs> talking NRL, and your laugh gives away where we're going with this, uh, he was asked during some interviews player-to-player interviews, whether the earth is flat. Listen. Do you believe in that the world is flat? If no, some people do. What would you say to them? That is a good question, but it's most rant. I was not expecting that at all. That's a tough one, eh? Do you believe the world is flat? I don't, I don't know, eh? Yeah, I believe it is. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You believe the world's flat? Yeah. You're such well, a like it's round. Yeah, yeah. But like. It's obviously flat because if it was, I don't know. So, <laughs> I actually don't know. Mm. So, uh, look, I just mentioned uh, we've had a text there from Dunny. You can't paint the source with the same brush as David. Jeez. Uh, Dunny, I don't disagree. It's more from the peak of powers to where they are now. Finished, yeah. yeah it, it, and uh, I was one of the biggest Mansour fans in the world. Now, Josh Mansour was the one asking the questions there. Mm. Mansour has a, uh, a podcast. So I want your take on that. That was wild My listening take. to that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want your opinion on if the earth is flat. Because <laughs> oh, okay, I think I, was... I know where you stand on that. Well, sometimes <laughs> footballers and people, not footballers, people, when given a platform like us right now, need to tread carefully when we're, <laughs> when we're not an expert in said a opinion. But... I don't know. It's pretty clear cut. The earth's not. That was one of those right? ones where the questions might need to have been laid out beforehand. Well, probably to be fair, <laughs> the producer ever didn't think that he'd go. Oh yeah, the earth's flat. <laughs> That's true. Do you know what I mean? That would be like, um, yeah, random question next. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yes, so, I do. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure next time Matt Burden gets asked. Mm. Big issues, big issues. Is the earth flat? We will discuss it all here on SEN Summer Brecky. We're here for Brighton's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Brighton's lawyers. It's a penalty. So Martin Boyle with the chance to put Australia in front on the cusp of the break. Utkir Yusupov told to stay on his light. And after that lengthy delay for the VAR check, we're finally ready for the penalty. And Martin Boyle sends the keeper the wrong way. He was the vibe manager at the World Cup here in 2022. He's just created the vibe for the Socceroos at the Asian Cup. Now Masharapov is capable of making something happen. And it's not a bad delivery, and it's headed in for the equaliser by Turgut Boyev. Off the bench, onto the score sheet. Australia's long, long run of clean sheets is over. So the clean sheets run is over, but that was the Socceroos sealing top spot in their Asian Cup group last night with a one-all draw against Uzbekistan. Australia were already guaranteed to reach the round of 16, but a win or a draw meant that they topped their group. So good news for the Socceroos there. It is summer brecky here, powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's Trent Copeland and Michael Karianis with you this morning. MC, lots of text flying in, which is great. Yeah, and there's no doubt, as we thought, that Pat Cummins's um, press conference w- would cause 
um, some some feedback, and this is what it, here's some here. Morning. Since Cummins has been Australian captain, the team has become a woke joke. That's Andrew <laughs> from Mortlake. I mean, they've won everything. They've won literally every trophy that there is to win. They've won. They oh, have. They have. They do have. Um, and one here around Matt Burden. That was enough for me not to pick Matt Burden for Super Coach ever, Andy. <laughs> regarding Matt Burden's confusion around um, the shape of Earth. Super Coach opened yesterday. I saw. Have you had a double yet? I know about five or six players that I'll pick. I haven't gone in and picked a full team yet. Okay. You? No, not yet. No, no, I'll build my way into it. You're the expert. You're the other one that gets paid for your super coach opinions. Yeah. That, maybe uh, News Limited need to re- review that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Um, I do, uh, when I make my rounds around the clubs, four of my little uh, own super coach teams. Uh, okay. I do ask them for smokies and anyone looking for. Wow, that's inside a trading. Round one. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. And it stands to reason uh, that you should be much better at it than you are. <laughs> <laughs> Another text here from Trevor. Pat Cummins needs to pull his head in. More virtue signaling and he has lost support of Australian cricket uh, cricketer supporters. Uh, Neil goes, have you ever driven to Broken Hill? And then he's got a flat line. Mm, the earth is flat, Neil thinks. I guess so. Uh, look, the the Earth is flat stuff. It just when Kyrie Irving first said it, yeah, and then numerous others in the states that are of that significance in the in the world start talking about it. It got legs as you know that question that comes out, and I've got no doubt that's where Josh Mansell was going with it, and yeah. he got it. He got the answer that he wanted. I think he was blown away. I'll, I'll text Mansell <laughs> at a at a normal hour just to see what was going on. Um, we've got a few texts here around. It's International Belly Laugh Day. Yes. Um, and, and we've shared a couple. Yours is Doug Bollinger kissing the VB, was it a VB, VB emblem badge. instead yeah. of uh, the Australian coat of arms after taking a wicket. Mine was uh, Greg Inglis going for a field goal with <laughs> when the Rabbitohs were trailing by two points. We've got a, a nomination here from the Port Macquarie Pell. I still love Aaron Woods jumping to pile on a try celebration in Origin, only for the pile to move and Woodsy to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I may have just screenshot that and said that to Woodsy. Yeah, that is good. There's another one here from Russell from Rosebury. Hey, lads, loving your work, especially UMC. Yeah, well done, MC. You are the people's champ. <laughs> Belly laugh moment has to be the Bearstow stumping <laughs> and the fallout from the sore losers in England. That is good. Oh, good text. Good <laughs> that text. is good. Uh, text us on the Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 736. Edgewater Homes mortgage fund up to $1,500 a month. Off your home loan, T's and C's apply. That text number 0457 736 736. Time for the news. Thanks, Vanessa. Welcome back to Summer Brecky. It's Trent Copeland and Michael Karianis in the chairs this morning, and we are powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you're just joining us, here's some of what's making news this morning. Pat Cummins has made headlines after sharing his view that the date of Australia Day should be moved. We've been asking you this morning, are you happy to see the Aussie captain taking principled positions on issues like this, or do you think... Keep politics out of sport. Uh, there's been some interesting opinion on that this morning, no less from the two of us. Uh, David Nofaluma has been released from the final two years of his contract after accepting a $300,000 payout. Michael, uh, you had your say at the start of the show. If you missed that, check the podcast on the SEN app. 
or on Spotify or wherever you get your, you get your podcast. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, MC. It's a, it's an issue at the moment in in sport, I guess, when coaches are sacked or payouts happen and. Um, you know, people getting paid to leave clubs mm. uh, as opposed to fulfilling their contracts and things like that. But this one seemed like it was the right decision for all parties. Uh, Nick Kyrgios has made an appearance on Rod Laver Arena. He interviewed Novak Djokovic following his win over Taylor Fritz last night on Rod Laver Arena. Let's take a listen. So I know there's a tree in the Bota- Royal Botanical Gardens that you go to and you hug and I don't know what you do. But can you just show me which tree that is? Because I need to get healthy because I'm sick of you winning on this court. And I just want to come back maybe once and beat you one time. Yeah. Show me the tree. Where's the tree? Okay, I'll show you the tree, but you can't tell anyone. It's a big secret. So what you got to do is take off your shoes, climb the, the tree, the highest point, and hang upside down on one of the highest branches for 33 minutes and, and three seconds. And you're going to win a slam. <laughs> There's going to be people who were going to run the tan this morning in Melbourne, hanging upside down out of trees everywhere. But yes. that was quite funny. It was funny. <laughs> it's interesting to see um, those two communicate the way they, they do now because, you know, they polarize people. They polarize the Australian public, both yep. of them massively. And then, um, they're all smiles and talking about hanging off trees on, on the court. Yeah. And even in the lead up when Novak had that sort of exhibition night, uh, they were there on the couch as part of that, mm. talking to each other. And Novak speaking of his respect for Kyrgios for when he was detained and uh, going to be deported. Yeah. That Kyrgios was one of the only ones that stood up for him. So yeah, pretty wild. And we'll talk about um, Kyrgios in a little while about his views on his own playing career. Uh, there's some interesting yeah. comments that he made yesterday. He's obviously here. Uh, commentating, not playing this year. He's on ESPN um, this time around. But, yeah, that's an interesting point. Uh, just to wrap up the headlines, uh, another example of players should maybe think twice before appearing on podcasts or at least their answers. Matt Burton, uh, he was talking about whether the earth is flat or not in a podcast interview with Josh Mansour. A very interesting answer. Make sure you check out the podcast for that one. Uh, the lines are open. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Give us a call on our open line, one 1170 And there's plenty of you wanting to have you say. We'll get to all of you in just a moment. We are here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Welcome back to Summer Brekkie here on SEN. We're heading for a mostly sunny day in Sydney today. Top of 31 degrees in the city and 36 in the west. If you're listening in Brizzy, you're with us for another 20 minutes before Patton Heels take over. Brizzy heading for a partly cloudy day and a top of 30 degrees in the lead-up to the Test match at the Gabba. And, of course, Sydney and Brisbane go head-to-head tonight at the SCG in the Big Bash final. We're looking forward to that one. We've got your text flying in. We've had plenty of talkback topics this morning. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 is the open line, and 0457 736 736 is the Urgewater Homes text line. I'll start with this one. In reference to Pat Cummins and whether the Australian cricket captain should have opinions or leave politics out of sport, blokes a well-off sports person. Whatever his opinion is, is irrelevant. You don't see political people telling the Australian captain how to bowl. This is, so uh, from memory, Jordan Thompson during the Australian Open with the, the tournament generally letting people walk into the venue and take their seats after every game, not just at the change of ends calling the tournament a woke tournament 
and you know we don't you don't see tennis players walking into an office and yeah like both sides of the spectrum here and I think both are ludicrous yeah in terms of the viewpoint Pat just made a comment and gave his opinion after answering a question is have saying his opinion is irrelevant or political people coming in and tell Pat how to bowl well Pat isn't doing anything other than having an opinion. He's not telling politicians how to run the country. No. He's he's having an opinion. When asked. When asked. And I think this next tech, text from Michael um, sums it up a bit better. I don't agree with Pat Cummins, but I was okay with him giving his opinion. It didn't feel like he was pushing it. Democratic principles of freedom of speech. Yep. Fair fair text. Where, yep. where, wherever you sit, you know. So um, and a bit more fun. Let's light it up a bit, Copes. Yeah. We're talking... Um, about it's belly laugh day, international belly yes. laugh day, and some funny moments on the field. There's a few for Matt Dunning, the the former oh, yeah. Wallabies prop. Yeah, as a prop, right? Yeah. Um, slotted a field goal for the Waratahs. Um, they needed tries to get a bonus point as opposed to kicking field goals. <laughs> so there's a text from Craig and Tim there which mention Matt Dunning. Another one from Mark on the theme of field goals is Mark uh, is. Terry Lamb went for a field goal when the Bulldogs were two points behind. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. These are great. Hey, we were talking, I was talking with Jaleesa yesterday, Jaleesa Apps uh, on the show. Good morning, gents. What do you make of the revelation that Reese Walsh, Payne Haas, Latrell Mitchell and Jack Whiten might not be granted a visa to travel to the US due to their colourful records with the law? That's Anthony from Greystones. Mm. We're talking about whether you need Justin Estart to get in or whether you need a visa, which can take up to 83 days. We were discussing, we wonder if MC's got his visa yet. I'm not going. Okay. I am not going. So you uh, don't, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got my, I've got an Esther still valid. So yep. I could probably just slide in because I went to Hawaii and Vegas pre-Christmas. Okay. So yeah. You went for the pre-tour. I went uh, for the pre-tour. Any, is there any truth to that? Because that's, I, we were speculating yesterday and, yeah. and Jaleesa thought that, it, it wouldn't be a drawback necessarily, but it, you don't know, do you? Well, it makes it a little bit more difficult. We know anyone that's gone to the US knows how stringent their border policy is. And uh, when you get there, they ask you a thousand questions and you feel like you're, you've you been interrogated um, at customs. So, yeah, you know, I think it ideally it would have been sorted by now, but there's obviously some angst around the clubs. The clubs do have some angst around it. Um, there is a little bit of uncertainty. I'd be shocked if players aren't able to go. Um, Peter Volandis is all over it. There's, he, there's no way he's letting He's had dinner with Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he can pull some strings. He's been to the White House, the great man. So um, I'm sure he can do it. That is very true. Hey, we've got some news, breaking news coming through from the NBA. ESPN is reporting that Milwaukee Bucks have, the Milwaukee Bucks have dismissed their head coach, Adrian Griffin. So this is, this is big news because Milwaukee are sitting second behind only Boston in the East. They've had 30 wins, 13 losses. Uh, that, that's pretty remarkable. Giannis Antetokounmpo and the team there are like legitimately top five contenders for winning the NBA championship. What do you make uh, of it? You're more across it than I am. Oh, I mean, we'll bring you more news as it comes through, but I've just done a bit of research and Sham Strania and the Woj bomb, Adrian Wojnarowski over there. That's basically the American versions of MC. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same paycheck too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're reporting that it's sort of come out of the blue and the assistant coach is going to become, you know, the head coach, at least in the interim. So 
Uh, that's Joe Prunty, the interim coach. So big news over there in the States. I mean, I'm shocked. Uh, it's just one of those things. You see all the teams down the bottom and yeah. they're tanking and whatever. That's a likely outcome. And in the NFL, generally at the end of the season. But mm. yeah, this is pretty wild. Uh, we've got a Twitter poll up. At Bossy and Brandy S-E-N on Twitter or X. Do you call it Twitter or X? I call it Twitter. I can't okay. call it X. You? Yeah. Uh, You're an X-Man. Well, I just said Twitter and I found myself catching my brain. I know. It's just It's like my brain and my mouth are behind each other. Yeah. Uh, are you happy to see Pat Cummins taking a principal position on issues such as Australia Day or should we keep politics out of sport? Yes. Have his say is 50%. No. <laughs> Keep politics out 50%. We'll keep that updated throughout the show. It's at Vossy Brandy SEN on Twitter. Uh, get on and give us your opinion. And also on the text line, 0457 736 736. Uh, we'll jump into a few more texts. Um, the, the Western Sydney Eagle text in said, I haven't watched any of the tennis, but I flicked over and Kyrgios was interviewing Novak, which we just heard a little bit of. It was a bit weird, maybe cringe a little bit. I mean, I quite enjoy the sort of player insight because no broadcaster can really know the perfect question to ask or what's topical from the locker room. Yeah. There's an insight there that Novak wouldn't give to a yeah. Todd Woodbridge, yeah. for example. Yeah. Um, and, so and for that reason, I love it. And there's a different approach that Nick can have too with knowing yeah. knowing stuff that, you know, the even former players who are far removed don't know. Yep. Or, or journalist or a host, whatever the case may be. Yeah, it is, it is interesting. It is interesting seeing the two of them on, on court. Because as I said, if you had to put a poll up of the most polarizing tennis players, in, in like, <laughs> in the view of Australians, they'd be, they could go one two. Yeah. Really. Yeah, they could. It is boring without Nick. Like I, I need him on the court. Man, uh, I think tournament organizers would be filthy. No Diminor late. Late in the tournament, no Barty, no Kyrgios. Yeah. You know, it's, Broadcasters would be filthy. Yeah. No, Nick. We're watching doubles. Been, I was watching doubles. Oh, I mean, I've got to say, the men's in particular, it, it strikes me as we could get the best four players in the world in the semifinals, which is always a good measure of a good tournament. But for Australians' interests' sake. Yeah. You know, tell us, tell us, what do you think? Because at the end of the day, we sit here, I'm a tennis lover. I've always gone at family holidays. We lived in Bathurst. Family Christmas present used to be drive to Melbourne. Yeah. Stay there over a couple of days, go to a day session and one night session together. Oh, cool. At the, you know, the buzz of that environment, yeah. it felt like the Olympics, Yeah. It, the buzz around the precinct. So what do you think? Is Has it lost a bit of its luster this year without Kyrgios? Ash Barty, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Sen Summer Brecky here, Trent Copeland and Michael Carianis with you this morning. We've had lots of opinion, lots of texts coming in. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is the Edgewater Homes text line. This one pretty simple, no name on it though. So please, when you do text in, leave your name on it so we can identify you. Cummins is a great human. That's it. Simple. Yep. We, we have had plenty coming in on both sides of the fence. We've also got uh, a Twitter poll up on Vossi Brandy SEN uh, on whether Pat should leave his opinion out or leave politics out of sport. Uh, tell us what you think. Uh, but there's plenty more text there, isn't there? There's MC? a few. Uh, Mark, belly laugh moment. On the footy show where Mario Fennick handed the late great Jack Newton a cup of tea with a saucer. 
Have you seen that? I haven't. I I remember <laughs> a, a few g- funny moments from the footy show, but I that specific <laughs> one I don't. <laughs> After showing the news break, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure it's on YouTube. It is okay. outstanding. And poor Jack had to walk around because obviously he had one arm, right? So Mario served him with a tea and saucer. Yeah, couldn't you, drink the tea. Yeah, you can't. So he's just walking around doing the interview, just holding the tea and the, the, and the he's saucer. Too nice and he's to... too nice to say anything or do anything or put it down. So he's just walking around with it. That was one of the all-time <laughs> There was a lot of good moments for the footy show in the back of the day. Jimbo the Dragon. My funniest moment in sport was Brett Lee bowling a Piers Morgan. Oh, yeah, that was good. Just on cricket, I thought of one as well, when Andrew Simons collected the streaker. Yes. Nice little shoulder Put charge. Put a proper hit on him. Uh, that'd be a penalty these days. But, <laughs> it would <you> know. be. <laughs> um, Michael wants to know, good, oh, is good to see the World Club Challenge is already a sellout. That's right. So okay. yesterday, the day before, officially a sell- sellout. We're going to put the... Um, house full sign up for Penrith v Wigan um, in the World Club Challenge, and I think that'll be a good game. Yeah, it will be a good game. Looking forward to that one. Uh, it is the 24th of January, MC. Yes. Now, you've come with your own segment this morning, Belly mm. Laugh. What else? <laughs> you've done some other research too. On this day, in 1984, Apple releases its revolutionary Macintosh personal computer. Did you have a Mac back in the day? I I still have a Mac now. I've I, never had I'm, a Mac. Oh man, you need to get with the times. Got an iPhone. Oh, that's true. That's his iPad. Pretty much everyone has an iPhone, but mm. uh, Macs are it. I don't. Do I run much, my entire life. Do you I, don't do much. You like, write. You yeah. write articles every day. Yeah, They're like Microsoft <laughs> Word. <laughs> Maybe notes, and then I copy and paste it, and I put it into our system. Okay, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> what, uh, what else? What else? Jamie Lyon was born. On this day in 1982. Oh, remember that? Remember that guy who's talking there? Uh, sounds. I, I look at sounds his. Sounds familiar. Look at his photo most mornings <laughs> over summer. <laughs> I did see him tweeting at about four thirty this morning. He was on the, on a train. We're talking obviously about Bossy. Of course he was. He's Is off he the... <laughs> Send us a text, Bossy. <laughs> uh, but what a player, Jamie Lyon. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, outstanding. Understated career a, a little bit. Obviously had that issue at Parramatta. Went away and went to the UK and then you know played bush footy and then yeah. Outstanding for, for the Sea Eagles. Uh, we need to do one more here. It's Neil Diamond, was born on this day in 1941. He's 83 today. Happy birthday. Uh, if you're listening in SENQ 693 AM in Brizzy, we're going to say goodbye now. Patton Heels are going to be up next. And if you're listening through SEN 1170 here in Sydney, plenty more to come, including Sydney Sixers coach Greg Shippard, who will join us straight after the news. And it's uh, Adele who we're playing at the moment on this day in 2011, released her second studio album, 21, which won the Grammy of the Year Award in 2012.